All right, everyone, welcome to Morning Journal, session number 235. We do Morning Journal every Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Eastern Time. It's, uh, yeah, it's a cool place to come hang out with some reflective, self-reflective, intelligent, wise, uh, and engaged folks as we explore some ideas that might maybe make your life a little bit better, a little bit. Um, we do it at 6 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, starting exclusively in the VIP section. We have a couple warm-up prompts and kind of get things popping, and then we come live to you here. If you're listening back to Spotify or Apple Podcasts, thank you. Uh, you'll notice that I'll be interacting with the live audience a little bit, saying, you know, addressing folks by name, welcoming them in. Um, and if you know you feel like that's a vibe you want to be a part of, you can find the note, uh, the the links that you require to access that in the show notes or in the description. And I appreciate you. Um, if you hang around and like it, leave us a rating and review, and let other folks know. You know, and I I appreciate that too. <laughs> All right. So we got a we got our conversation started today. We we're talking about first of all, we're talking about I am drawn to blank, I am repelled by blank. It's a fill in the blank style prompt. So let us know what you are drawn to and what you are repelled by. Our listeners and VIPs they have already got the show started. So here we go. Let's see what we have here. J-Man says, I am drawn to appreciation and I am repelled by selfishness. I am drawn to appreciation. I'm repelled by selfishness. All right. So. Huh. What do you define as selfishness? How does selfishness show up for you? And as you, as we kind of dig deeper into that answer, I want to say what's up to DJ Prodigy checking us out over on YouTube. Glad to see you. Everybody want to come and check out the fit on YouTube, I guess sometimes. It's like... some of our other answers here I am drawn to positive potential I am repelled by negative attitudes or negative tells tells are truthful details about a person that they give that they might not know they give off so Noble's like hmm I see I see what you're doing there I see what you're doing there (laughs) So you are drawn, you are thrown off when people kind of reveal something that you think is negative that or they're they're not being forthcoming. So I guess you have a a very strong sense of you rely on your instincts about people. And I'm wondering if you are ever wrong about what you read in a person is your ability to detect what a person's 
intentions are infallible? Have you ever been ingenerous to someone because you got the impression from them that they were up to something, but that you later found out that that wasn't the case? So I'm wondering, you know, you're, you know, I, we have varying levels of ability in perceiving other people's intentions. I mean, we have a hard time sometimes figuring out what our own intentions are, right? So I think it's important to kind of trust your instincts about people and govern yourself accordingly, but also hold at least a sliver of generosity on the outside chance that you might be wrong, right? At least hold out that possibility to some degree. Watch, you know, pay attention. If you feel something, um, definitely regard it and take it into consideration, but also just hold that little sliver of, you know, I might be wrong, there might be, um, hold just that little bit of grace because you never know, right? Alexa says it took him six months to figure out I'm deaf. <laughs> so sometimes, you know. Uh. So Ocean Starlight is here. Mm. So yeah, maybe give it a second look, third look, you know. Someone anonymously shares that I am drawn to optimism, positivity, dedication, planning, hard work, execution, success. I am repelled by excuses, complaining, and dishonesty. Hmm. Yeah. I hear you, Anonymous. Alexa says, I am drawn to Harley Quinn's craziness and repelled by societal views of normalcy. I may try to fit in most times, but I never feel like I ever fit in truly if I am my true self. Repelled by normalcy or society's definition of normalcy. It's like, thank you for letting me be myself. Miss Hippie, I'm drawn to positivity, repelled by negativity. says I'm about to have a chicken sandwich with some Whataburger coffee wish me luck good luck everybody uh, prayers up for for Mez's innards <laughs> sounds like a dead, deadly combination that you about to put down there prayers up to the Mez's innards that digestive system is about to be put to the test
Miss says, I am drawn to kindness, introspection, curiosity, creativity, gratitude. I'm repelled by arrogance, ashy personalities, victim blaming, hatred, meaningless drama, lying, willful ignorance, and more. There's a lot of stuff that is repellent and more. It's like I done ran out of time. Bomb diggity, what's happening? It's good to see you this morning, Bomb. Hope that your week has been going well. We're talking about the things that we are drawn to as opposed to the things that we are repelled by. I think that sometimes when you feel the urge to run and go the other way, we're repelled by some things just because we find them repugnant. (laughs) But we're also repelled by some things because there is some fear that we have that's attached to those things. Sometimes the things that we're repelled by um, on the other side of those things, when we approach them, there's something on the worthwhile on the other side. Sometimes when you have the urge to run away, you might be missing out on a reward or some information or some growth or some knowledge. If you're not willing to like grapple and confront some of those things that you would tend to shy away from or turn away from. Um, and a lot of times the things that we want contain both right there are things that we want that contain both i mean that's the case a lot of times so all right rogue agent welcome in thank you thanks everyone let's see what else we got i am drawn to and repelled by mess is a perfect example of what I was saying before. I'm drawn to creating illustrations and repelled by learning new software. So I know I want to illustrate, but I know there's some tools out there that can help me do it, but I don't want to go through that learning curve, yo. Anybody got time for that? J-Man Marie, thank you so much for the like. J-Man has got that workout done. Probably got that burn. Ocean Starlight says, I am drawn to truth and repelled by lies. I'm drawn to truth, repelled by lies. Latoxica says that I am drawn to emotionally healthy and emotion I am drawn to emotional mentality connection I am repelled by force emotions and fake promises so I'm drawn to emotionally uh, mentally I'm, I'm struggling here Latoxica I'm sorry I feel like I might be missing the thread here but I think I get it kind of emotionally and mentally healthy connections and then repelled by forced emotions and fake promises. Next prompt. 
go ahead and drop me a heart in the chat if you're down to do that right now see a couple hearts and we can go move on yeah Latasica's out here trying to throw me some curveballs she said you know let's forego any punctuation let's you know let's throw a little word salad in there to go along with Mez's chicken sandwich and coffee so yeah it's all good we figured it out we figured it out all right so let's take a look here we're gonna i want to put something up to kind of think about So before we put the prompt up, I want to share a quote. It says, art is the act of doing work that matters while, da while dancing with the voice in your head that screams for you to stop. Doing work that matters. I think a lot of times we feel a resistance when we're gonna create something, when we're gonna make a change in our life, you know, create something within ourselves, grow in some way. So you're gonna do the work while dancing with the fear. Doing the work while dancing with the fear. That is something something worth thinking about. Just like there is the thing that you're drawn to, which is what you're trying to create. And then there's the thing that you have to battle, that your tendency and your instincts make you wanna run from. They exist together. A lot of times at the same time. So figuring out how to do that dance. That's what we're going to be looking at with our next prompt. So the prompt. What was the last thing you chose to do that scared you? What was the last thing that you chose to do that scared you? So you chose it. I mean, a lot of times we were put in uncomfortable or scary situations. They, it just kind of shapes up that way. But then there is a way when, uh, in which you as a creative person recognize um, that you have to step into some things that are a little scary. So maybe there is some growth that you need to undertake to build the connections that you need in your life. There's a part of the work that you kind of have been punting <laughs> instead of going for. So what's the last thing that you chose to do that scared you? It can be in your creative work, it's in, it can be in your relationships, your career, but you chose it. You chose to do it and it was scary. I mean, getting getting accustomed to and getting in the habit of uh, addressing fear, turning towards the things that scare you, that can really develop into quite the superpower. So let's see what we have. The last thing you chose to do 
So J-Man says, choosing to become and stay single was scary at first, but probably the right choice. So choosing to be single, that was a choice to stay single, become and stay. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we end up single, we didn't choose it, right? Because sometimes, you know, you might get kicked to the curb. You didn't choose to be single. You got kicked to the curb. But choosing to stay single, you know. So Maz has got to be AFK to get some creamer because the coffee is bitter. That, that Whataburger coffee is bitter. So J-Man says, um, it was scary in the moment, but not anymore. There's sometimes, a lot of times the things that we hold fear around, that fear dissipates when we approach it. All right, so we have Mez. Ben's applied for an illustration degree program starting late April. I avoided pursuing what I love the most because I didn't think it was possible to achieve, but I didn't like doing anything else. So there's that part, right? Shout out to Mez for dropping out of the stream while I was reading the response. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you heard me or not, Mez but I was just sharing your response. I applied for an illustration degree program. Yeah, that's how it go. You know what you said. <laughs> um, yeah, going for what you want, you know, kind of dismissing your dreams or dismissing the things that you want to pursue just because uh, out of hand, because uh, that's never going to work. And then you realize that, I mean, nothing else works I might as well go for this because it's not like anything else sometimes we think another path is easier we find out if I'm going to work hard I might as well work hard towards something that really matters to me so I applaud that choice I know it can be scary because you have to confront the possibility or the inevitability that the thing that you love and the thing that you've always wanted to do, it has to exit the world of fantasy and come into the imperfect world of reality. And sometimes it's hard to let that go. All right, everybody, Quash is here, so everybody be cool. Be cool, Quash is here. It's gonna be all right. So Tim says, fell in love, also parasail. <laughs> fell in love was the first one that's scary. And then parasailing, I chose to parasail. I like, got to pair that together. So putting that emotional risk alongside that physical bodily risk. 
So, Alexa says, I I did something scary. I was cosplaying Harley Quinn outside of the con season just to see if I could get the makeup right. It was scary because we went out in public on a date dressed as Joker and Harley Quinn. We went outside. <laughs> we went outside like that. We just say, you know, let's just go outside and see what's good. And how did it go? How did that work? How did it work out for you? Someone anonymously says, I ain't never scared, LOL. I'm not saying I won't encounter things in the future that will scare me, but nothing has scared me yet. Things just disappoint, surprise, or sadden me. And then they said it anonymously. I guess the one thing that scared them was saying that with their full chest. How are you gonna put some anonymous and say you ain't never scared? Where does, how does that even go together? I ain't never scared, but I'm not going to say who I was that said that. (laughs) How does that even work? Man. It's like, boy, please. I'm not even going to act like I don't know who said it. So, work and school schedules overlapping. It was scary to kind of put all those things on my plate, but I did it. So Miss says, honestly, the scariest thing is dating my crush. This person is everything I've been looking for and I combat the fear that I will mess it up. I sit with the tension and work intentionally not to ruin it. It's worth it. A lot of times when you are operating out of a place of fear and you're not fully, yeah, you're not fully confident in your ability to, maybe you're looking at your past and letting your past sort of inform the way that you think you should move in the present. But as long as you think it's worth it and you're willing to be intentional, hopefully that fear you can operate not out of a state of fear but out of openness and possibility you know all right we got we got jovi in the house thank you for being here All right. 
Kaloli, Kaloli want that smoke this morning. All right. So the scary thing that Quasha did was I posted some voice work to social media. You know, I did that. Let's see what happens. I put my work out there. So let's see what happens. It's always a little bit scary to put yourself out there, right? Put yourself uh, in the line of fire. Leave yourself open to the possibility of judgment. That's that's a little tricky, right? It's a sticky situation. Sequasha says, I'm looking for my ugly soulmate. <laughs> Marie, thank you for the butterflies. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the support. All right. So the thing that we did that we were, that, you know, we were scared. But you chose to do it anyway. So Latoxica says, speaking my mind, not really caring how anyone felt at the moment, not thinking the consequences of my action. But now I know now, but. Now I know who stood up for me in my lows and highs and who walked away, no hesitation. So you spoke up and you learned some things today, right? I learned some things. Chloe says, I'm always scared. I just do it. Do it. Yeah. So Latoska, that's a big step going to going forward and say, look, I can't be, I got to be real. I got to keep it. I got to keep it real here. And whatever happens is going to happen. Y'all can hate it or love it, but I'm going to say what I need to say. And then you get to fit. You get to find out who's really riding with you, right? You get to see who's really riding with you. Miss Hippie, thank you so much for the coffee and the treats and the snack in the chat. Lainey is here. Good morning, Lainey. It's like, wow, I can actually hear. Good. I'm glad that you could hear because it would suck to be in here and not be able to hear what's going on. That ain't the vibe at all. What was the last thing you chose to do that scared you? Miss Hippie said, I chose standing up for myself and being honest where others were afraid to be. If that makes any sense, it makes a lot of sense. A lot of people just remain silent in the face of a moral dilemma or a difficult situation. And you'd be like, ain't nobody gonna say nothing? Ain't nobody gonna say nothing? I'll say something. No, but ancient says not much scares me anymore. I rack my brain and have yet to find something. My adventures are different every day. I'm excited now more than ever. That's just me. You ask. So it's not that things don't scare you, right? The question isn't what scares you. This question is what have you done that scares you so so you're saying that there isn't anything 
in front of you. Maybe scare is too strong of a word, but if you look at what you're trying to create, what you're trying to build, if there's something that you feel like you are running from, you might not be terrified, right? You might not be like in pure terror to do it, but if there's something that you are avoiding, that's like the same thing as being scared of it. It's a different way of scaring, being scared. Maybe it's the word scary that kinds you kind of tripped up. No, but it's all my choices are meant to be exciting for sure. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just an, an, it's an emotional state. Hey, Lainey, drop some coffee. Everybody, managers, make sure that you stay caffeinated, stay hydrated. You do? Like Noah says, no, Gene, no. <laughs> I'm firing all syllables over here, baby. Marie says, I avoid stuff all the time. <laughs> Maybe not out of fear. Maybe there's something else, but there's something. So, A, anonymously shares. Kind of silly, but the thing that currently scares me is watching myself stray from my goals. I'm working on countering those thoughts to focus on school and hobbies, but yikes. I'm out here. I'm out here struggling. Like, yikes. Seeing yourself, like, well, what are you doing? Fam, what are you doing? <laughs> I think sometimes, a lot of times, actually, what scares us is what we see in ourselves. It's like, why would I? How? how why, though? Why, though? So Wishmaster says, cold shower every morning to set the tone and stimulate the brain. So far, this is my first morning. Wish me luck. So you're like, I'm choosing to take this cold shower to kind of stimulate myself. Kind of tell yourself who's in charge. Like, look, I can do stuff like this. You know, I can get I can choose to put myself in uncomfortable situations. I'm about that. Let me jump in this cold shower real quick. <laughs> there you go. All right. If we're ready to go to the next prompt, um, go ahead and drop me a heart in the chat. I appreciate everyone for engaging with this idea, talking about fear. Oh, we got a new response. Let me catch this one. Someone says the thing that I was scared and I chose to do was I let my defenses down and allow myself to be vulnerable to some people. It was brief and only a moment. It was scary, but worth it to find comfort and allow people to help carry some inner burdens. Hmm. I let my defenses down and it was worth it. It was worth it. So, you, you know, I guess when you have trusted people around you, you can venture out into that possibility of remaining open. Wishmash, Miss Wishmasher says, beautiful live, by the way. Well, thank you, 
Wishmaster. I'm glad that you are here and that you are a part of it. You are a part of what makes this beautiful. So thank you. Alvatino168 is here. We are just wrapping up our conversation about the last thing that you chose to do that scared you. And we're going to get ready to go into the next one. Let's get some hearts in the chat and just make sure everybody's good. And I think we've we got quite a bit, of, quite a few responses. So I think we might be ready to move on to the next one. All right. Let's do it. Okay, so we're going to reset the request box and this question comes up for you. Uh, what do you do best and how much time do you spend doing that? What do you do best and how much time do you spend doing that? Uh, I'm going to kind of tie this in for you in just a second. But um, the answers that you have, I'm, I'm curious to see how you assess that. As we, uh, Alvatino respects the jazz vibes. I'm glad that you are digging it. I feel like the right vibe for this morning. Um, yeah, let us know. What do you do best? What do you do best? And how much time do you spend doing that? So while we are thinking about that, I want to take a second to um, to give a word from our sponsor, the sponsor of this episode of the Morning Journal. Session number 235 is the Morning Journal newsletter. That's right. The Morning Journal newsletter. <laughs> if you are not already subscribed, it's a great way to get some of these ideas and to uh yeah, reflect privately and have some things to think about to start your day or end your day. Um, and it's also a great way to stay informed on everything else that we're going to have going on as new platforms become available, as new products become available, when merch rolls out, all the different things that are down the road for Morning Journal. Being on the newsletter and being subscribed is a great way to stay connected in that way. You can find the link in your show notes or in the notice that you see right here if you're watching in the VIP and I'd love to have you there. It'd be cool. Um, also, we are in the midst of the final week. If you're on Spoon and you're listening on Spoon in the VIP, we are in the final week of this Lucky Charms promotion that's been going on for the month of March. We've managed somehow to meet our goal each and every week up to this point. And, uh, and it's just, you know, people coming in and donating spoons during the stream. It's as simple as that. Now, I did say that during this week, um, the final week, I'm going to include or add some incentives for people who donate. Um, I'll be doing some custom audio. So if you want um, just like a little custom audio, maybe three to five minutes or we can loop it up and make it longer. But three to five minutes worth of recording. If you want me to do like a guided meditation or do some record some affirmations for you, 
you can let me know what you want, what the content should be. Um, and, you know, we could be creative if you have some other ideas. Um, if you make the if you make the donation in the right amount, we can decide exactly what you would like for me to create. And that'll just be as a special thank you for folks who want to support um, reaching this goal for the last week and then being able to get all the extra promotion and across social media and on Spoon to help help the community grow. So if that's something that you are interested in, um, you know, we, we can try to f- figure out, yeah, exactly what you need. Lainey says, affirm me. <laughs> you want to be affirmed. Well, I can appreciate that. So the, so the amount for the custom audio, to get the custom audio is 200 spoons. Um, so that's that's the bar, you know, because I'm going to spend some time on it. But 200 Spoons gets you the custom audio affirmation. Um, affirmations or meditate, guided meditation or read you a story. I don't know, whatever you whatever you want within reason. <laughs> that is the uh, that's the bar for that. So here we go. We got. We got answers. What do you do best and how much time do you spend doing that? Lainey's like, say less, G. Say less. (laughs) All right. What do you do best? So let's get into some of these answers here. J-Man says, apparently... Making people feel comfortable enough to trauma dump on me like a therapist all the time. That's what I do best, baby. And I do it all the time. <laughs> so, J-Man, what I'm what I'm sensing is kind of a, a theme for you. Um, I know that you do some really interesting things. Uh, and that you work on Spoon, uh, like your, your lives on Spoon. People come to you for things they're used to confiding in you and so I don't know it might be a boundary thing that for whatever reason they don't respect your boundaries or maybe you're not communicating them in a way that's working for you and that's creating a lot of stress so hopefully that's something that you can kind of um, navigate right because it's not that you don't want to be there for people, but there's a limit, right? There's a limit. <laughs> Kaloli says, J-Man absorbs all that energy and transforms it, forms it into a magnificent beard. So anonymously, someone says, I'm a perfectionist. Everything, every day, if I'm not my best at it, I don't do it. Wow. That's got to be really tough. That's got to be really tough to feel like everything needs to be perfect in order for you to do it. And I'm wondering, you answered anonymously, so you don't have to say more about it. But a lot of times perfectionism is a way to hide. Um, We don't do what's possible, what we could do well and what others can benefit from because we don't because we can't make it perfect. And sometimes less than perfect is more than enough to have the impact that you're seeking to have. 
Sometimes perfectionism is just selfishness, right? So, I don't know. It's good to have high standards, but it's also important to ship the work. <laughs> it's important to get it out there. Marie says, I'm just tired of making mistakes, G. Hey, you. Tim, thank you so much for the spoons. My goodness, thank you. I appreciate that. Marie says, I'm just tired of making mistakes. Kaloli, my perfectionism has held me back. I had to learn to do the damn thing. Do the thing. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta do it. All right. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, man, it's incredible. Um, so I know a lot of folks, um, yeah, you have to learn to fail, do it, fail, learn to do it better. Right? see what we got here Alexis says I play games the best both tabletop and video games I spend probably four hours a day playing games in between doing other things that need to get done so you play games best and you do it all the time So Noble Ancient says, I create entertaining games and entertain others with my positive attitude. I do these most days in one way or another. My adventure allows me time to do both. My adventure allows me time to do both. So yeah, I'm good. says skate is what I do best I used to do it three to four times a week but for about two or three hours but due to work changes and my toe hurting I'm unable to wow you know that's really it really brings things home when you um, when you get to a place where you can't do what you do best right when it's taken away from you you start to appreciate it even more and that's a uh, you know, that's when you when you are able to get back to it. Huge difference makes a huge difference.
So La Toxica says cosmetology, photography, and editing. A few hours later. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Two hours later. So cooking is what I do best. Let me count the hours. Let me count the hours. Do it all the time. So miss, I write well, but fear of success is like the thing from it follows. Hmm. See, I write well, but fear of success is like the thing from it follows. It's only a matter of time before critique stabs me up in, a, in slow motion. So that critical voice comes up, sneaks up behind you. It's like the thing from it. Hmm. Well, I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> it follows the movie. Okay, okay, the movie. We, we kind of lost that one. We kind of lost our thread on that one. Thanks for the like though. <laughs> Thanks for the like, even though I mangled your reply. Thanks for liking the live anyway. So I think that um, we talked about it in a previous session. Um, if, if what, as a follow-up from that, if what you do best is aligned with what matters the most man imagine if the thing that you do best is aligned with what matters the most then you can experience some really rapid growth you can you know contribute at a higher level and you can have much higher levels of satisfaction if what you do best aligns with what matters the most now it's not going to be the case 24 7 and it could be the thing that you do best is something that refuels you. Um, but yeah, if there's an alignment between what matters and what you do best. And maybe it's something that you don't do best right now. But maybe it's something that you want to make what make into or turn into something that you do best. Maybe you're on a path. Miss says my response was not well written. Well, well, I mean, you know, I won't say I won't say anything about that. Photography says, uh, oh, Jovi says it's photography is what I do best. I don't keep a timekeeper on these things. When it happens, it happens. Camera roll counts. Memory full, so I must be doing plenty of it. <laughs> the proof is in the pudding. I guess the biggest thing is making sure that you create time for it, right? Prioritizing it.
So maybe it's something that you do best right now. Maybe it is something that you um, want to make your best and you want to invest some time in it. So that is where we're going to be going with the next prompt. Can we put hearts in the chat? Make sure everybody has had an opportunity to engage with this one before we move forward. All right, let's see. I think that the things that we do best, a lot of times there are some influences or some people that we've learned to learn from, some things that we have studied. So I'm going to ask the question here. It's going to be about your inspirations, your influences creatively or with whatever it is that you're trying to create or build within yourself, I should say. So the question is, who do you study to improve your craft? And what have you learned from them? Who do you study to, to improve your craft? And what have you learned from them? I think it's important to note that you don't have to reinvent the wheel, even if there isn't a person who's doing exactly what it is that you're trying to do. You can be a student of the approaches and the models that other people use to overcome the resistance and face down the challenges both the internal barriers and the external barriers and you know manage to somehow create work that resonates that has an impact or live a life that is inspiring or make a contribution that is significant people who manage to do those things are worth studying like how wow you know wow that's a really powerful example in the world of someone who's managed um, despite all the challenges that are happening inside, somehow they managed to get this thing done, to get this work out there. So I think it's sort of, um, it's a mark of creative maturity when you can consciously kind of seek out those influences and recognize that your work is grounded it's something that's greater than you, that existed before you, that will continue long after you are gone. So that's the point of creative maturity, when you can recognize that you are breathing in. You're breathing in. That's what inspiration is, right? You're breathing in. What are you breathing in? And what are you learning? What are you taking from that? So Noah is here. Sigma Ronan is here. Welcome in. Thank you for joining us. We're talking about who you studied to improve your craft and what have you learned from them? So Marie says, yeah, I studied ancient Egyptians. I learned that you can do whatever you want if you put your mind to it. You can do whatever you want. So studying ancient history, things that go way back, that still ring true today. That's a, that's a great strategy. So 
going back to ancient times again, Miss Hippie says, I studied the Greeks, Greeks to embrace creativity. Embrace that creativity. Speaking of ancients, we have Noble Ancient. He says, I look to study other game designers from groups I'm a part of and learn new techniques and strategies in creating games. And I've learned a bit, but want to find more beyond those techniques. So keeping that, keeping those ears and eyes open, always staying committed to learning and growth. So Tim says, I collect data from multiple sources and take from each. So it's great to, it's good to not just study one person because, or have just a single source because then you just become a copy of them. If you have a range of sources or a body of, or an area of study, then you're able to find the parts that work best and fit best to what your intentions are and incorporate that. And learning to take things slow is the lesson that Tim Bricks brings out of that exploration. So for Miss, local artist, study local artists and on the national level Rita Dove, Maya Angelou, Amanda Gorman, Mary Hooks, Patrice Cullors. I learned to be more radical, more liberating and why my life matters. Lainey, thank you so much for the like. Keeping those likes coming makes a big difference. Appreciate that. J-Man says, I really don't have an answer for this one. You know, J-Man, you know you've been watching um, been watching those old Arnold Schwarzenegger, oh, what is it, Pumping Iron? You know you've been watching that documentary, getting, uh, getting inspired. <laughs> you can keep it real with this. So I, I Ate My Guitar is here. Laney is back. Signorona says, I'm not going to put it in the box i'm just gonna put it in the chat you can catch it if you want so grant cardone and les brown teach me how to sell there you go noah says that everything you will do will be insignificant but it's very important that you do it everything you do will be insignificant but it's very important that you do it. Quote from Gandhi. Indeed. I guess the the idea of significance, I guess, really is compared to what, right? It's a it's a relative it's a relative thing. If you're putting it in the context of the cosmos, it's hard to imagine anything mattering on that level and if you bring it down to 
the connection perhaps that you have with a single person. There, there are gifts that are available for us to give to each other that can mean the universe in the moment. So, you know, that idea of significant, that's why, that's why it's important because we are operating on those scales. We're working on those scales. You create your own worth and significance. Yeah. You find it. I see you, Noah. All right. So Sigma says the Greeks had it right with Stoicism. The East had it right with, with Taoism. Strength and balance. Laney's got some coffee for us to wake up. Latoxica says, don't mind me. So if I put something stupid, don't mind it. Okay, all right. Now we got to read it. So now, um, you know, I'm going to read it. <laughs> all right, let me see if I can figure. Let me give me a second. Let me pre-read it before I share it. Toxica says, since I'm Puerto Rican, I learned that we are the same no matter the color because we have three different types of race. Puerto Ricans are a beautiful mix of indigenous, Tejanos, Africans, and Spanish ancestry. So you feel a sense of unity and connection and oneness with others. So for Jovi, Robert Kappa has been my inspo. His art of storytelling through photos transports you to people, places, time. Salvador Dali for unorthodox ideas and thinking. Photo books in general also inspire for more ideas. Those are some great people to study, great ways to spark your creativity and deepen your mastery of the craft that you are pursuing. So being intentional about that, looking at those places. If you keep looking, you're guaranteed to grow. If you keep trying and striving and noticing what you're doing, you're guaranteed to grow. So, all right. So if we're ready, we can get ready to go to the next prompt. Just let me know. Drop a heart in the chat and we can get ready to do that. All right, let's get into that.
So some of you were specific about certain things that you will study um, or certain people that you study to improve your craft to grow. And I want to take this a step further and be even more specific. We want to move to the general, to the more specific. And let's break it down. We're going to be really about that life. We really about becoming the best versions of ourselves and excelling in the crafts that we have chosen, excelling in our ability to connect with others, excelling as a parent, excelling as a partner in building meaningful relationships, excelling as an artist, recognizing we started the, we started the conversation about wondering if if we could know everything that we're ever going to know now and use that knowledge moving forward or would we want to take what we are what we already know and go back to when we were five there were a mix of responses but i think that there is something joyful about learning I think the most common response was neither. I don't want to go back with knowledge and try to play a rigged game. And I don't want to know everything I'm ever going to know so that I can move through um, sort of with an omnipotent view of my life and where it ends. The most common answer was neither. And I guess that's because there is a certain joy inherent in learning. And if we rob ourselves of that experience of discovery, we make our experience of life less rich. There's something special about the spark that you feel when um, the lights come on in a new area of your mind, when a new possibility opens up to you, when the horizon somehow gets closer and you can see a bit further there's something special about that moment in that process that we would lose if we had that, if we already knew. But we're gonna move in a direction. So what direction, what are the things that you would include in your learning journey, the subjects, the things that you want to bring under your mastery? So Goddess of Words is here, Miss Words. Thank you so much for the like and thank you for being here. Latoxica says, it was nice chatting. I'm glad that you made it. Maybe you can check us out another time. We'll be back again tonight. So, you know, it was nice meeting you. Well, I've met you before, but it was nice having you as a part of the conversation today. So Marie says it will be three hours of recess. Three hours of recess. That's my curriculum. Yeah, that worked. <laughs> uh, J-Man says uh, it would be creative writing audio mastering and recording, finances, car repair, to name a few. So 
got to know how to fix this car. <laughs> I have no, I want to have a car that works when I need it to work. I want that. Well, let me put it this way. I don't even want that. I want reliable transportation. However that needs to happen, the easiest way that that can happen, for me, I'm good with. However it's easiest. You know? As long as I can pull up where I need to pull up when I need to. I don't need to know all the ins and outs of that one. <laughs> I get I get no, yeah, I get no joy. So Noble Ancient says, my personal curriculum would include basic game design, simple games, game theory, building blocks to designing and creating varying techniques, the full process of game designs and cracking the game. <laughs> I wonder how many, let's count how many times game is in there. Game, 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 three. Game, game. Oh, just five. Not as many as I thought. <clears throat> game, 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 game. All right. DJ Prodigy is here. What it do? Let's see, what do we got here for curriculum? How are we going to be intentional about growing? Taking a deep breath right now. Goddess of words. <laughs> Honestly, honestly, if someone could just draw me one up, that would be great. Thanks. Can you just can you can you give me a curriculum? I need a track to run on. <laughs> I can't build it myself. Somebody just build it for me. I hear you. It can be overwhelming because there's so many things to know. There's so many things to learn. Uh, and there's so much access to that knowledge. Um, it's amazing how much we have access to if we want to commit ourselves to learning a skill or mastering something there's so many resources that are available it's you know it's hard it's hard to choose but I don't know somebody might build a curriculum that'll end that'll put they'll put you where they want you to be but it might not put you where you want to be so I guess it comes from It comes from having a clear understanding of where you want to go. And, and it's useful to have mentors or teachers or somebody in your life that can, maybe there's someone who's already there and they can tell you how they got there. So Alexis says, my curriculum would include languages, graphic design, marketing, and promotion in order to fill in the gaps that our company currently has. There's gaps, so I want to be able to fill in those gaps. I think a lot of times learning and when you know that there's a space to apply it, it can kind of enhance your motivation to go out and learn it when there's a place to apply it. So it's awesome to have that venue that can give you uh, some insight into what you might need to learn. So we have Artful here. We have Emmy here. Thank you for joining us. 
as we kind of close out. These are the last couple prompts here. Sigma says, psychology, finances, history, neuroscience, chemistry, and pharma, pharmacodynamics. <laughs> pharmacodynamics. <clears throat> so Tim says, two hours is long. It can be. It can be. And the fact that it feels long is sort of interesting feedback for me. Because if it feels long, then um, I'm not doing my job as well as I could be. Because I think when it's right, it just zips on by. So Miss says how to focus better how to math, how to find out what it, what is, what it is I don't know, how to chill out, how to be sexy, how not to be awkward, or how to be whatever the opposite of awkward is. I'm gonna write an essay. <laughs> All right. So Jovi says, mine would be communication 101, history, critical thinking, meditation, media, business, and marketing. That's a whole, that's a whole degree program right there. That's awesome. That's a great collection of, uh, yeah, that's a great collection of skills and knowledge to add to, um, to bring under your mastery. ready go ahead and drop a heart in the chat and we can get ready to do our recap so that we can try to tie all of this stuff together so this is the interesting question is how do we know what we don't know yeah I think one of the one of the ways that you can identify the, your gaps in knowledge is to get out in the world and start doing stuff, right? <laughs> in our head, we can sit there and try to assemble uh, all the pieces that we think we require to do and create what we're trying to create. But then you get out in the world and it is out in the world that you get, uh, you get that feedback and you recognize where that gap, where those gaps are. It's the whole thing of, um, you know, your thinking not lying solely inside your own head, but your knowledge, your growth, it exists around you in your body and in your environment. So that's one way to uncover what it is that you don't know. So, yeah, let's go ahead and run through one real quick. We're going to do a quick recap of today's session just to hit highlights again 
of what we talked about, reiterate some of the questions, and yeah, get ready to get on out of here. <laughs> so I'm going to open up the request box for you just to say, to share a key takeaway. What is your key takeaway for however long you've been here? If there is an idea that stood out to you, um, something someone said in the chat, something from a prompt, a key takeaway. That's what the request box is for. And I'm going to take this opportunity to run through uh, the conversation that we've been having thus far. So we started with looking at what we are drawn to versus what we are repelled by. What pulls us in versus what like pushes us away or makes us want to shy away. There's a lot of there's a lot of information in those things. Um, we can maybe discover the seeds of our passion in the things that we are drawn to. And we can discover our opportunities for growth in the things that we are repelled by. Some things are repellent because they are repugnant. Some things are repellent because there is a fear there that we are being invited to face and move through. So looking at what you're drawn to versus what you are repelled by can give you a lot of interesting information because sometimes the thing that we ultimately want, uh, want will contain a bit of both. There will be a bit of both. So learning how to move towards the repellent and get through it to the other side is a valuable skill. Then we talked a little bit about the things that you choose to do or that you have chosen to do that scared you. Again, talking about facing fear, moving through the hesitation, um, moving through the voice that's screaming in your head telling you to stop, that, that inner judge, that inner critic, that self-doubt. When was the last time you chose to do something like that? Creativity can be your response to fear. Rather than reacting to fear, you can create in response to it. So then we move into what you do best and how much time do you spend doing that? I think the thing that we do best, the things that we do best, um, we not we might not be able to engage in those things on those things twenty four seven. And if we look deeply in those things, they contain, um, they house things within them that are a part of that dichotomy of repel and attract. At a certain level, um, any goal that you are pursuing is going to have some sticky bits, some, piece, some pieces that are not pure bliss. Uh, you have to be willing to include all of that if you intend to grow and contribute at the highest level and have the highest quality of result or experience along the way, we have to be willing to include that and we need to make sure that we're taking time and being diligent and learning what we need to know to be the best and it is at what it is that we've chosen to do. We're not even being the best, being your best, right? So the last couple of prompts are kind of in service of that potential, the potential of you being better, being the best you can at something that matters. So who do you study? What did you learn from the people that you study? And how are you putting together an intentional path of growth that will allow you to produce, that will allow you to exist in a way that is a light to people, that will allow you to 
build the connections that you require to sustain yourself? Who's done that well, right? Who's made something that inspires you? And what did you learn from that? And how can you assemble an intentional path that you can walk down to ensure your continued growth? And that's what the last problem is about, that curriculum. So that's been the conversation for today. Let's take a look and see. Um, yeah, we're going to spend the last 10 minutes in the VIP and we're going to take some of the key insights or takeaways. If you are listening and watching on other platforms, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate your time and attention. You will catch us again on Monday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern time. And don't forget to leave us a rating and a review if you're listening back on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That helps us a lot. So I'm going to hang out with the folks. If you want to join the folks, check the link in the description and you can catch us in here to get the full two hours. But until next time, I'm going to say peace. Peace.